Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Friday, February 12th. And today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Today on the podcast, we're going to preview tonight's game against the New York Rangers, a rematch of Wednesday night's thrilling overtime victory for our Boston Bruins. And we're also going to catch up with friend of the show, Mayor Zilberberg, for this week in hockey. And before we get to that, let me just remind you, the podcast can be available or is available wherever you get podcasts. So just search out Locked on Boston Bruins, hit that subscribe button and never miss an episode. You can also follow the show on Twitter at lock, no, at LO Boston Bruins and on Instagram at locked on Bruins sorry getting mixed up there and you can find me on both platforms at Ian C McLaren so we're going to mix things up a little bit and we're going to begin the podcast this week with this week in hockey with Mayor Zilberberg who is patiently waiting on mute as I go through this opening spiel Mayor what is up is it safe to unmute now it is yes not much. Been an interesting hockey week. How was that intro? Well, you uh, got you stumbled a little. I know. I know. I don't. I don't usually have. An time. I don't usually have an audience when I. Do. Yes, everyone should know that I was staring directly at Ian and mm-hmm. purposely to make him nervous while he did that. So it was that quite quite disconcerting. Yes. So my it's my fault that he couldn't complete a sentence there. Well, despite uh, you know. Some negative reviews that came in about our um, our collaboration. Thank you for being willing to come back on the podcast, Mer. Oh, come on. Negativity doesn't bother me. Oh, that's good. I'm glad. It does bother me a little bit, but, um, you know, just got to shake Don't it off. Don't leave negative reviews, it. people. You hurt Ian's feelings. Yeah. He's the soft soul. Thank you. Yes, it's true. So hockey this week. What's uh what's standing out to you? What's standing past, out to me uh, is that the is that the Leafs beat the Habs on what day is it today? It's Friday on Wednesday. Right. The Leafs beat the Habs in the first of um a two game series, I think, or is it a three game series? I'm forgetting now. Oh, are they playing again this weekend? Yeah, they play tomorrow. Oh, okay. Um. So this podcast, they... uh, we don't really acknowledge the the Canadian division too much on this podcast. Yeah, I know. But... That's why I I come on here to be annoying about it. Yeah, two games. Um, but that's they're like the two front runners in the Canadian di- division. So it was an important ish game as far as regular season games go. So you could argue, fun. uh, you could argue they're the only two good teams in the Canadian division division to be honest I mean you could argue that but but I think that I mean Edmonton and Montreal have a similar record that's true that's true I think with I think Edmonton will um claw their way up the stands a little bit but yeah I mean you know the Canadian division is basically a uh 
a battle between Montreal and Toronto, which is fun for me because that's the rivalry of like my formative years. Right. Like I, I was super into hockey as a young teenager when you were like in your late twenties. Right. Oh, (laughs) I am not that Um, old. So we're we're talking like 1993 when, uh, no, Ian, I was seven in 93. So you didn't watch hockey when you were seven. (laughs) No, I just wasn't like as aware. I'm That's talking when, like uh, they could have met in the final that year. Yeah, but like 98, 99. Anyways, my formative years was it, before the Bruins were a thing for Toronto. It was right. Toronto, Montreal. My best friend true, growing true. up was a Habs fan. Wow. And her dad had. Um, How did that work? Well, because her dad, her parents were from Montreal. So her oh, dad okay. in their basement, they had like a basement theater. We hung out all the time. And her dad had four seats from the original rink. Um, that the Habs played in these blue and red seats in the basement and we weren't allowed to sit like we weren't allowed to touch them it's a whole thing anyways so that's fun for me but it's you know it's it's fun also to get an opportunity to have a different team that we have to sort of think about that isn't Boston which you know yeah Boston's been the monkey on the back for so long now yeah that's one one metaphor you could say what, which one would you use? I'd say like, I don't know, the, um, you know, like Jurassic Park when the kids are driving in that car and then the T-Rex is like right in the mirror, objects in the mirror are closer than they appear. Okay, and then... okay. I'm going to change my metaphor to the David and Goliath. <laughs> okay, yeah, that, well, no, because. No, I know no, why you David don't like wins. it, but I chose that. I know that's why I chose so, that one. <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't fly at all. That doesn't work for you. No. Anyways, it's so that's fun for me as a Leafs fan. Um, that you know to to have that happening, but also kind of the big story in hockey over the last ten days or so has been Tony D'Angelo, which lines oh, up yes. nicely with with your Bruins right now. Yep. Yeah, I joked the other night during the game between the Bruins and Rangers on Wednesday, that it would have been nice to have him uh, on the ice with Marchand and Bergeron and Pasternak out there. Cause um, yeah, they definitely could have taken advantage of his poor defensive skills for sure. I think that that would have been one of the few times I would enjoy watching Brad Marchand. Play oh, come on. Brad Marchand is elite. There's no question about it. He's uh, he's faces. Sure. He is the, I'd say he's the second best left winger in the NHL at the moment. Anyways, I would have enjoyed watching that also. Yes. Um, but as we know, Tony D'Angelo is not currently playing hockey, right? Um, and who knows if he will ever play hockey in the NHL again at this point. Yep. Seems unlikely. Yeah. So there were kind of, I've, I've mentioned it a bit on here before, but there was the incident after the game. Was it last week or a couple of weeks ago now where the goalie Alexander, I always say Georgiev, but I think it's actually Gorg, Gorgiev. Well, I don't know, because if you listen to the announcers, they, they pronounce it like different ways throughout the game right. so it's uh, georgiev i thought it was georgiev no it, Gorgiev. It's, either way it's it's a little curious i'm curious about it it is it is curious, curious. it is curious and curious, fascinating 
And I mean, if a teammate punched him, I just really want to know who, so we can all yeah. send that person a gift basket or something. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was the goalie. Anyways, yeah, there were, there was a report out that he had taken Keandre Miller's puck after he scored his first goal. Right. Some conflicting reports as to whether that actually happened or or whatnot, but. Uh, definitely didn't seem to be very much liked by his by his teammates and the team itself right right and I mean even prior to the last couple weeks he there was the whole social media thing and he then he left Mm -hmm. Twitter and and the team had to like say you know we're dealing with him internally because of his social media statements mostly about like COVID being a hoax I think was the one that like pushed things over the edge because you know he has oh, his wait. political views and is it not it's not a hoax no it's oh not a hoax. oh wow uh, okay well don't follow tony <laughs> d'angelo on social media Ian. i would never what um, is he on so, now? parlor parlay is it parlay i don't or know he's i think he's still on instagram fun oh, fact if you check tony d'angelo's instagram and scroll back a little bit some of my tweets are posted there because he's oh, not seriously. like me yeah <laughs> amazing yeah he does not like me um which you know there are lots of people who don't and tony d'angelo is one of them i'm comfortable with that looking i'm comfortable with that so um what do you think um do you think a team will bring him back okay, in or what? so i don't think this season because i think there's just too much heat around him for anyone to do it without it becoming like a huge thing yeah um and then but i do think there's a chance that in a you know later season when the heat around him has died down someone tries to quietly pick him up yeah yeah i could see that happening for sure so but i i think this season he's done i mean the only yeah he was like the fourth leading scorer among defensemen last season which might have been a fluke um but yeah some hockey person will look at that i'm sure and be like well we can i even heard um there was this clip going around the other day of uh not steve nick kiprios and doug mcclain talking about him and doug mcclain's like one of those old hockey dudes and he was talking about yeah if There'll be some some general manager who'll go to his owner and say, we can help this guy change. And Right, we right. We'll get all the statements and, about we yeah. know that his past and we want to work with him and blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever. So anyways, either way. Yeah, it's Bruins kind of died down a bit. It's kind of died down a bit now, but. Um, yeah. Well, because he's not, you know, nothing's going on. Exactly. If there was a, a trade or something else, it'll yeah. it'll spark back up again. True. So. There were reports that some teams were interested in. Um... Those reports were, uh, I won't say the name of the person in the media who reported them, but they were from someone who is fairly well known to, you know, be fed information from agents and right, then right, repeat right. it on air. So yeah. I... Uh, I would take that with a whole salt shaker. True, 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 true. Bet online is the easiest and fastest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers award shows and reality TV. They offer real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. 
head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Rock Auto is a family-owned business, and they've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily drive, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, their prices are always reliably low and the same for professionals as well as do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts elsewhere? Go to rockauto.com, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Locked On Today is an exciting new podcast we have here on the Locked On Network, hosted by Peter Bukowski. It's a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Podcasts wherever you get podcasts. Uh, just to go back to like Boston, Toronto, the uh, top four teams in the NHL right now mm-hmm. are all from the old Atlantic division, which is yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah. And, and one of them is in Montreal. That points percentage you keep pointing out to me, yep. that gap is narrowing between Toronto and Boston. Just it FYI. Is. So as going into Friday night's action, Boston is nine, one and two. They have a point percentage of 833. Mm-hmm. And Toronto is. I could recite it. Don't read it. I could recite it. 11, two and one and yep. eight, one, eight. So Boston has uh eight eight twenty one actually for Toronto. Eight twenty. Ooh, I thought it was eight one eight. The nice. Panthers Panthers are eight one eight after. Oh, I confused my numbers in my picture in my head. And yeah, so the Bruins are three points behind, but they have two games in hand, and they play tonight and tomorrow night. So I think they might be no. So they they're they're three points behind. Yes, Toronto has twenty three. Boston has twenty. Okay, right. I think they might be the only team, there might be one other, that has the potential to overtake the Leafs if they win both of their games. Like, if exactly, yeah. it, all things being even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're one of the only ones. Although, yeah. if Toronto's playing Montreal tomorrow night, they'll still be, they'll still, Boston will still have the game in hand on them. Right, after right. right. Anyway, it's interesting that it could be. Um, I mean, it just shows that the Atlantic, the Atlantic division, I mean, we've all been talking, I think, or a lot of people have been talking for a while now about how unfairly stacked Mm -hmm. things are when it gets to the playoffs. And obviously this proves that quite, yeah, for sure. Quite clearly. So it could be Boston, Tampa and Toronto and like all three of those teams could be in the conference final or the semifinals. Yeah. Whereas, yep. In the past, one of at least one of those teams was guaranteed to be eliminated in the first right. round. 
right only one would advance to the third round it's nice i'm kind of i've been thinking about it and in my head i'm like it's almost like a reset season for the leafs like they get to sort of dominate the way they have talked about without having these teams that they struggle against even mentally like even when they should be able to win they struggle mentally against certain teams oh nice for them yeah it's it's a nice little reset it's a nice little reset speaking of though this actually feeds quite nicely into the other thing i wanted to talk about which is the question i asked you for the mailbag episode on wednesday because i didn't like your answer and i want to go back to it appreciate that thank you yeah i didn't like your answer (laughs) um (laughs) what is it about boston about the Bruins that keeps them so good for so yeah. long. I was gonna. And what did this. you say? Like too long, don't read. What was your answer? Uh, I don't even remember to be honest. You said was... Patrice Bergeron was the well, reason. Yes. I mean, that's basically. obviously a huge reason. Um, and I, that I I'm like calling foul to that because there are so many teams that have like one or two amazing players that aren't sustainably good. So what else is it? What's that it factor? Because well, like if that was the case, then why aren't the Blackhawks? good every year they've got patrick kane oh yeah well exactly he's terrible um why aren't the oilers good ever like come on why aren't why isn't pittsburgh okay there's two things i'll say one thing for sure i mentioned patrice bergeron the other day i think an even bigger factor is any successful team has to be built on um high level elite goaltending so Tuka okay. Rask, I was okay. reminded the other night against the Rangers, Tuka Rask was as good as I've – he's playing as well right now as I've ever seen him. But if you look, I just pulled up the stats now. From the 2009-2010 season until present day, if you look at all goalies who have played at least 100 games, Tuka Rask is tied with – Tim Thomas for the best save percentage among any goalie over that period of time. So okay. a lot of Bruins fans will shit on Tugarask saying he can win. Did you just or... swear on the pod? I did because <gasps> Tugarask slander gets me going real bad. <laughs> He's played 539 okay. games, a 922 save percentage. Okay. I, I like that answer better than just like one elite player. That makes sense. Now, that makes sense. Add into that Patrice Bergeron, who okay. is Okay. Okay. Now we're getting center. somewhere. And and then cap management. You've got to put cap. There's something about well, having yes. good contracts. The Don Sweeney has been, they, we call him the Sweeneyest for a reason. He's been able to. Do we, do we really? Well, we do. <laughs> um, he has been able to sign Bergeron, Marchand, Pasternak to like ridiculously team friendly contracts. David Pasternak is right. making like $6.66 million. And That's an interesting number. He, nothing <laughs> religious. He is arguably, <laughs> I'd say he, yeah, he is up there with like obviously Ovechkin. McDavid, yeah, Matthews yeah, as like no, the I, best I goal mean, scorers, at least in the game. Plus, he's like been that, able yeah. to learn from Bergeron and Marchand to become like a really complete player. Okay, so you like gave me a half answer the other day, which is fine because yeah. it was one of many it was questions. Always so much time. Exactly. Yeah, I've always that's why I've always maintained that like to be a championship team, you need to have the elite goalie. You need to have a um, elite at least one elite defenseman to like lead the way and you need depth 
down the middle for sure at center. Okay. So okay. if you're comparing, I'm say taking, the Leafs to I'm or the Bruins to the Leafs, to send to Kyle Dubis. <laughs> Leafs don't have the elite goalie. With all but, due but, respect, but they elite. haven't. But Freddie's doing really well this year. Has he ever been in the Vesna conversation? Yes, he was. Maybe the conversation, but has he been a finalist? <laughs> no. Uh, they don't really have the elite uh, defenseman. No, that's what we're working on. Although TJ Brody's, he's quietly really good. They have the centers, they have the forwards, but that's yes. pretty yes. much it. And that's why yeah. you see, yeah, they have TJ Brody and Justin Hall this season. Oh, yeah. Like okay. they're they're doing really well. They're not Stop. like Zidane Chara level. They're not. Well, Zidane Chara is not a Bruin. Well, fine, but they're not uh, Charlie McAvoy level. Let's say. If you look at the Leafs this year, they have, yeah, plus they have a pretty good goal differential, but they've also allowed a lot of goals. They're not, they're still not the strongest defensively, I would say. Um, Although it's well, getting you're not better. Watching a lo- yeah, you're not watching a lot of Leafs games. Well, obviously. <laughs> they're be- They're much better, but how I don't do you think- not know more with how often I talk to you about them, though? They're doing really well defensively. They're not playing track meet games. Right, they're but they're the playing goals. against uh, pretty bad. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, that is fair. I will. I will. Next season, should things be Although, more normal? Yeah. The, Metro, I mean, the Bruins division isn't very strong either, to be honest. Okay. And I I mean, they are playing against Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl still. So, and they're pretty good goal scorers. True, true, true. They are better defensively. I still, I have zero confidence in Freddie Anderson in big games. Well, um, you're not a Leafs fan. You don't need to have confidence in him. Nor, and their big guys need to step up like when it's the games so- actually matter. It's so funny that you're like saying things about Freddie that I have very openly said because you're not a Leafs fan. I'm like, no, <laughs> yeah. everybody you can't that. say that. Yeah. I get all protective of my goalies. It's like that whole thing where like I can make fun of my siblings, but someone else tries and I'm going to get really mad. Right, right, right. That makes Anyways. sense. Anyways. Um, I guess the other big thing is like COVID uh, still still a pretty big issue it's the bruins are actually scheduled to play an outdoor game right i was thinking about this too yeah against the flyers who are on and it's pause. across the country right this across is in the Tahoe. country yep they're actually <laughs> oh i forgot for a second that we're not a video pod and i just like threw my hands in the air like what are they thinking i saw the other day they're actually considering replacing the flyers with the rangers potentially for this yeah, game yeah but they but still, still... They still have to fly across the country. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like in the middle of a pandemic. Why don't they just do, I know they're, okay, so the markets aren't big markets, but if you're going to do an outdoor game in Lake Tahoe, which is awesome and a great location, just do teams who can get there by bus. Bus, yeah. <laughs> there no, are a few. NHL players won't dignit like uh, reduce themselves to riding on a bus. Okay, right? but like, Okay, the Vegas Golden Knights, the San Jose Sharks, the LA Kings. Except the Sharks the are terrible. Guys, like, they could all just hop on a bus and be there in a few hours. It's true. It is true. So we'll see how that goes. Even There's Arizona like, could get uh, there. Nobody wants to see them. I know. That's the problem. So do it. Why is the outdoor game? Like, I know that they had Tahoe and it's whatever, but, like, 
just move it to the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah, true. Well, uh, yeah, that's probably not going to happen. No, right it's now, definitely not. half of the East Division is on pause right now. Yeah, or is it half? Philadelphia, New Jersey, Buffalo, and then some games are postponed. So I guess not half the teams, but it's affecting. Right. And then, yeah. I'm not going to say anything about COVID in the Canadian division because I don't like to jinx things. I very right. strongly yeah, believe looks, in that. So I don't, don't say anything. <laughs> it looked like there was an issue last night with Edmonton yeah, and Montreal. Yeah, but the game but didn't get like a, postponed. So. I think it was like a, a false negative or something with Jesse Pogliarvi. I thought it was an inconclusive test, but I don't know. Oh, well. Did Whatever. he play? Did he play? If it was inconclusive, he should not have been playing. I am but... not sure. I was not. Um, I didn't pay that much attention Thanks. once the game started. You've heard me talk a lot about Built Bar on this podcast. If you liked their cookie dough chunk Built Bar, then you'll love the coconut brownie chunk. It's delicious. Probably their best bar yet. Dark chocolate, coconut, and real brownie chunks. It does not get any better. Here's the info that you likely want to know. 150 calories, 15 grams of protein, 7 grams of sugar. It's a limited time flavor, so you want to get your hands on it today because it will likely be gone tomorrow. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. It is a delicious snack that you can enjoy without feeling like you're indulging because it is great for the health conscious person. Again, low calorie, low sugar, High protein, high fiber. Check out their new coconut brownie chunk bar. You will not regret it. Fridays on Locked On NHL, we have Joe DiBiase from Locked On Sabres and Tom Gazzola of Locked On Oilers rounding up the biggest stories of the week in the NHL and getting you prepared for the league's busy weekend slate of games. Subscribe to Locked On NHL wherever you get your podcasts and be sure to check out their Friday show to get you ready for the weekend. Um, I had to focus my attention on Taylor Swift's release. What did she do? What's she, what's she up to now? Are you serious? She um, is re-releasing one of her albums in her like own format because of that whole whatever I'm, i don't know how many of your <laughs> listeners want to hear about this there was a whole scandal with taylor swift feeling like she had been manipulated to produce music that she didn't feel was authentic to her and then she finally got won the rights to her own music and she's re-releasing an album oh. and one of the singles dropped last night and to bring it back to hockey the single that dropped at midnight is the song love story which was the toronto sixes celebration song when they won i see <laughs> ever more ever more relevant to the uh oh my god locked on boston <laughs> bruins podcast i uh, brought it back to hockey thank you yes i appreciate that uh so we got a couple of minutes here it's actually my last day on my day job so i've got like meetings coming out the Yes, just to clarify for your listeners, you're not stopping work altogether. You are just switching jobs. That's right. No, I am. Yeah. You're not I'm retiring. Retiring. <laughs> I'm moving to uh, a cabin deep in the woods to get off the, the grid. Skoka. And save myself from uh, from COVID, which is not a hoax, I've learned today. Um I'm just glad I could teach you something. We always talk about like TV shows, pop culture stuff. 
I have not been watching TV recently, wow. just hockey. I've been reading. I am, if anyone is well, a reader, us. I am going back in time to read the Lee Child, Jack Reacher books that I read when I was a teenager and they're so good and they really hold up. And if anyone's interested in like detective crime, but also like action, I don't really know how to describe Jack Reacher. I have been <laughs> He's reading. not Tom Cruise. No, yes, that's true. You've told, yeah, I think you've, I have I have vented at you yeah. about how much Tom Cruise is a terrible Jack Reacher. I have I've been uh, I've been reading the Last Kingdom book, the first one, which is a Netflix series, and it's actually yeah. really good. I'll probably go. I think I had started watching the Netflix show, but I didn't get super into it. But I probably will now. I think there's like 13 books in that series. So yeah, that should keep me busy. Yeah. New episode of WandaVision drops today. Yes, I'm that's true. I have been. I lied. We do watch WandaVision. My son is very into it. He asks a whole lot of questions during every mm. episode. It's very frustrating, but it's okay. I, it took me a couple to get into it. I, I think that's true. A lot of people were not really sure yes. what was happening at first, yes. but now yes. that it's more clear what's going on, it's it's pretty sweet. And I am very much looking yeah. forward to the um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier me too. show as well. Me too. Absolutely. And actually, I, I've been watching this documentary on um, Netflix, The Ripper. It's about like the Yorkshire Ripper. Oh, yeah. With that story. Y- yes. I didn't know much about I, it, actually. And it's I wild. did the Ripper tour when I was in Whoa. England as a child with my family. Wait, the Jack the Ripper or the Yorkshire Ripper? Oh, I don't know. I was like six, but oh, one gosh. of the two. Well, where were you? We were you like in a... London or were you in... York. We've traveled all over. There was a lot of cobblestone on the streets. Oh my god. Anyways, yes. Okay. Sure. Sounds like a cool story. It is. I didn't know much about it. It's pretty cool. And then how many rippers um, are there? I I think there were two rippers. Okay. Contemplating. I don't. Have you ever watched that show Yellowstone? Have you seen that one? No. I've heard a lot of good things about it. I might check that out next. It's on Amazon Prime. Kevin Costner getting a lot of buzz. Buzzy. I'm actually starting season five of Superstore as well. I didn't mention that to you. I just watched the episode where, spoiler alert, um, ice infiltrates Cloud Nine and removes an undocumented worker. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I remember that episode. It's a good episode. Had me crying, crying before bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good good show. So once I'm done that, I'm going to watch Parks and Rec, which is... Uh, yes. Have Did you ever talk- watched it? Are you rewatching oh, yeah. it? I've watched okay. it uh, probably three okay. or four times. Okay. You're re- Yeah. We've, no, I mean, we, I think we've talked a little bit, but we've talked about how I don't like to rewatch shows. I do with, I do mostly just with sitcoms because it's like comfort, yeah. comfort. Although my rewatch of Lost is. That's true. You are really strong. Lost. And I have rewatched like Breaking Bad. I rewatched that. Um, there's like a couple select shows that, that I will rewatch and right. Breaking Bad. I wouldn't be surprised if I watched that again at some point because it's it's so yeah good. I might I will yeah I would maybe I would rewatch Breaking Bad. That's a good show. And I'll probably watch I'll probably rewatch Better Call Saul at some point too because it's so good. I did not watch Better Call Saul. Maybe well, I should do that. You're missing out. Yeah. Well, it is uh, actually time for me to jump on another meeting at this point. Um, I have to do some training. So thank you so much, Mayor, for jumping on. Anytime. Thank you for sitting through my introduction. Please stick with me, folks, because coming up in a minute, I go into 
preview tonight's game against the Rangers. Uh, so the podcast is not done. Please stick with it. And um, But for now, thank you, Mayor. And we will talk again in a couple weeks. Yep. Talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Have a good weekend. Thanks again to Mayor for jumping on the podcast. She'll be back in a couple weeks, most likely, for another This Week in Hockey segment. I should mention that she, along with John Steitzer of the Leafs Network, have launched a new podcast called Channel 6, Leafs-based content. If you're into that kind of thing, do check out her new podcast as well. Now the Bruins, of course, are in action tonight against the New York Rangers. A couple lineup notes just to finish off the podcast today. Connor Clifton will be back in the lineup as Matt Grizzlick will miss his seventh game this season after suffering another lower body injury on Wednesday night. A really unfortunate run here to begin Grizzlick's season. Uh, Clifton will be paired alongside uh Brandon Carlo on the second pair. Bruce Cassidy said they'll monitor how Grizzlick is doing. It's possible he could play Saturday against the New York Islanders, but very unlikely since Monday's game against New Jersey has been postponed and they won't play again until Thursday. So there will be time for him to recuperate and hopefully, uh, you know, fully so that we're not running into these issues again and again. Yaroslav Halak will get the start in net against the Rangers on Friday. He hasn't played since February 1st when he picked up a win in Boston's memorable comeback win over the Washington Capitals. Tuka Rask will start against the Islanders on Saturday night. On the Rangers side of things, they'll be without leading scorer Artemi Panarin. He was injured during Wednesday night's game against the Bruins. Colin Blackwell will return from injury on Friday night. And Alexis Lafreniere will be bumped up to the top six in order to give the Rangers an extra boost in Panarin's absence. The lines will be the same as they were on Wednesday. Marshan, Berge, Pasternak, Richie, Krejci, Smith, DeBrusque, Coyle, Bjork, Frederick, Corrali, Wagner, Lozon, McAvoy, Clifton in for Grizzlick alongside Brandon Carlo, and then Jacobs, Borrell, Kevin Miller with uh, Yaroslav Halak getting the start. Some other things you need to know, Brad Marchand, two goals away from his 300th NHL career goal. Charlie McAvoy enters the game on an eight-game point streak with 11 points, one goal, 10 assists over that time. The longest point streak by a Bruins defenseman since Ray Bork and the longest assist streak by a Bruins defenseman since Ray Bork. The point streak, eight games, assist streak, 10 games. And uh, so look for him to continue his hot play as of late. Of course, the Bruins didn't play particularly awesome on Wednesday, but they managed to come up with the win. Hopefully they can put together a more complete effort. And so we don't have to go through the painstaking Ford final five and overtime as we have in recent games. Uh, Yeah, I hope you all have a great weekend. I'll be back on Monday to recap both of the weekend games, maybe even Sunday since Monday is a holiday up here in Canada, family day. Uh, Going to check out some WandaVision this weekend, maybe watch some Lost, maybe start Yellowstone, uh, and just kind of relax until I start my new day job on Tuesday. Uh, but nothing will change here, of course. Thank you so much for taking some time to listen. I hope you all have a great weekend. Please do take care of yourselves and each other, and I will talk to you again next week. Take care, friends.